Adults too, uh, terrapins, pterodactyls, tennis rackets, anybody who wants to listen, everybody's welcome. Here we are with episode 20. Thank you for people getting in touch recently and please continue to do so at StoryshedPod on Twitter and StoryshedPodcast at Gmail is our email. This is a story today about an animal called a shrew and it's called shrew do you think you are so let's open the door story shed episode 20 shrew do you think you are you might never have even seen a shrew in all your life You might not even know what a shrew looks like. In fact, you may never have even heard of a shrew. Well, if you imagine a sort of cross between a little mouse and a mole, a round, almost spherical body covered in thin, fluffy, greyish fur, and then a very pointy nose, perfect for sniffing the air, and two tiny, coal-black eyes like mini marbles... They also have a long, wormish tail and four almost webbed feet. Oh, and they're small, really small, like fit in the palm of your hand small. In fact, if you imagine an elephant and then imagine the opposite of that, then that's what a shrew is like, the opposite of an elephant. Which is pretty odd, really, because the shrew in our story, Shrewet, his parents looked quite a lot like elephants. Thick, leathery grey skin. Tick. Huge, wafty ears. Tick. A long, snake-like trunk. Tick. Small but deep, sad eyes. Tick. Huge hooves that could crush a shrew with one gentle step. Tick. So, very elephant then. Definitely elephants. But you see, the thing is, Shrewett had never questioned the discrepancy between what he looked like and what his parents looked like. He was Shrewett, and they were his parents. It's just the way it had always been. On sticky summer afternoons, he would clamber onto his dad's back and slide down his trunk into their favourite watering hole, splashing into the shallows to cool off. Or he would rest in the shade under his mum's legs, enjoying the considerable breeze coming from the flapping of her ears. He didn't find it strange that his parents spent most of their day grazing on grass or plants or tree bark, while he preferred to nibble on insects and worms and beetles. He quickly got used to the fact that his parents could rarely hear what he was saying unless he climbed onto their shoulders and spoke into their ear. Life was just life for Shrewett, happy and peaceful and fun. 
It was towards the end of one summer, when Shrewett was drinking lustily from the watering hole, that he saw something that would, for the first time, make him question who he was. As he lapped up the water, another face appeared next to his, reflecting in the glistening shallows. Shrewett stopped drinking and slowly lifted his head up and turned to his right. Where he saw, well, he saw Shrewett. He saw himself. Or at least that's what he thought he was looking at. If he had known what a mirror was, he would have thought he was looking into one. You see, in his short life so far, Shrewett had never seen another shrew before. Hello, he blurted. Shrewett was a confident little shrew, always looking to make new friends. How are you? The new shrew slowly lifted her head up. For she had still been drinking from the watering hole, wriggled her nose back and forth three times, and then returned to drinking. But Shrewett wasn't that easily beat. What's your name? He asked cheerily. For the second time, and clearly with great reluctance, the new Shrew interrupted her drinking. Shrewdy, she said, just like all my sisters. I'm Shrewett, said Shrewett. I know," Shrewdy replied.、Uh, "What? What do you mean? How do you know? We've only just met." Shrewett was confused. "Because you're a shrew and you're a boy, therefore you're called Shrewett. I'm a shrew and I'm a girl, so I'm Shrewdy. It's just how it is, how it's always been." "What's a shrew?" asked Shrewett. Shrewdy looked at Shrewett, convinced he was messing around with her, but something in his beady black eyes showed that he was being truthful. "You're a shrew," she said. "I'm a shrew. Little mousy animals, although not technically a rodent. We eat insects and worms and just generally fertile about, like you and your mum and your dad. And but that's my mum and dad there." Shrewett said, ignoring the sinking feeling in his stomach and pointing to his parents, who at that moment were coming through the trees towards the watering hole. Shrewdy looked up at the sight of two gigantic elephants trudging their way towards them, and she burst out laughing. Shrewett, she giggled, "You're a funny little shrew," before darting off into the long grass. Shrewett, it's fair to say, was utterly discombobulated. His head was spinning. His whole life had turned upside down. He looked around as if with new eyes, and he watched the parrots in the trees, Mum and Dad proud with their emerald feathers and grey hooked beak, and their daughter, smaller for sure, but she had the same beak, the same green feathers, if a little less vibrant than her parents. Shrewett turned his attention to the family of zebra who had made their way to the edge of the watering hole. The magnificent black and white stripes of the parents matched perfectly the magnificent black and white stripes of their child. He looked towards the centre of the water, where he could see the still and silent head of an alligator surveying the bank, and just beside that was a smaller but otherwise identical still and silent head surveying its mother. Beyond the banks of the watering hole, a herd of wildebeest skittered across the plains, each one similar to the next, including the littlest, whose legs did their best to keep up with the group. And then, Shrewett turned and looked behind him, at his own parents, who were now bearing down on him, 
huge grey shapes stark against the crisp blue sky. They suddenly appeared alien to Shrewett, their swinging trunks no longer fun playthings, but unpredictable and threatening. Who were these creatures? Who was Shrewett? Just before the two elephants reached their beloved son, Shrewett turned and ran. He darted between their legs and headed for the trees. He sped across the forest floor as fast as his beating heart could carry him. He wove through the legs of a herd of gazelle and straight into a flock of resting starling who scattered back into the sky. He ran and he ran and he ran until he couldn't. And as the sun drifted gently towards the land and the darkness crept in, Shrewett collapsed in a heap hidden amongst a pile of dry leaves. His tiny chest rose and sank rapidly as the sun dropped ever lower, and he closed his eyes. He's not from round here. Is he alive? Shrewett felt a poke to his ribs. Slowly he opened his eyes. He's waking up. In front of him were two sneering faces, sniffing and prodding at him with their stubby hands. Eh, clear off you. You're not welcome in these parts. Shrewett quickly realised the two faces belonged to two shrews. Uh, hello, uh, I'm Shrewett, Shrewett stammered. We know what you are, Shrewett. We just don't want you round here, one of them replied. Yeah, this is our patch, continued the other. But, but I thought maybe we could be... Shrewett began. No buts, now get lost! And the two new shrews used their heads to shove Shrewett back towards where he had come from. Shrewett obliged and trotted off, leaving the new shrews to shout after him, And don't come back! Shrewett felt almost unbearably sad. With his head hung low, he made his way back towards the forest. Before long, he bumped into the leg of an okapi, who kicked out at him, shooing him away. Cautiously, he scurried on through the trees, his heart missing a beat at the sight of every bird or animal or falling branch. He didn't know where he was going, didn't know what to do. He felt so overwhelmingly alone. Lost in his thoughts and feeling pretty hopeless, Shrewett rested at the base of a tree. When all at once a wiry hand reached down, snatched him and disappeared back up into the trees. Shrewett felt himself swinging from branch to branch, from tree to tree, and he could hear a chattering and a shrieking that could only belong to one animal. Monkeys. Like a tiny drum, Shrewett's heart beat faster than it ever had, and then all of a sudden he was released and he flew through the air. He closed his eyes tight and braced himself, but he didn't hit the ground. He was caught, caught by another hand. More swinging, more swooping, more chattering, more shrieking. And then he was released again, high into the air. The monkeys were tossing him back and forth through the trees as if he were a ball. Each time he was thrown, Shrewett braced himself for the worst, braced himself to hit the ground. But each time he was plucked from the air by a hairy hand. But then, after some time, he was caught in mid-air by something different caught by something soft and leathery, something warm and comfortable, something grey and wonderfully familiar. The monkeys chattered and shrieked off into the distance, and Shrewett opened his eyes to see the most incredible sight, his mum.
She had plucked him from the air with her magnificent trunk. She had saved him from his tormentors. Close behind her was his dad, his wonderful, wonderful dad. Shrewart, where on earth have you been? We've been worried sick. I, I... Shrewart tried to explain. It... it doesn't matter, Mum. All that matters is that I'm back. I'm back with my own family. And he scampered up onto his dad's back, and they headed back through the trees towards their favourite watering hole for a nice drink. There we go, that was episode 20, Shrew Do You Think You Are? And we are now joined by our little helpers, Belle and Ida. Say hello. Hello. Hiya. So, first question, girls. Can you describe a shrew for me? Um, they're kind of little mousy animals with, like, but they're kind of half mouse, half mole. Half mouth and half mouth. And the opposite to an elephant. Okay. And the opposite to an elephant. <laughs> okay. And the the shrew in our story, what's he called? Shrewit. Shrewit. What is different about Shrewit? Why is he different to other shrews? His parents are different to him. They are elephants. Who does Shrewit meet at the watering hole, and what does it? What does he realise? Another shrew uh, called Shrewdy, and he, he realises that he's different because his parents are different to him. He realises this, and then he looks around and he looks at lots of different animals. What animals does he look at? Can you remember that part? Zebras. Zebra. Wildebeest and parrots. And alligators. Super. Very good. Okay. How does he react? When he realises, when he suddenly realises his parents are elephants um, and he's a shrew, how does he react? He Um, runs away. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he runs as far as he can into the jungle. And who does he meet to begin with? More shrews. And how do those shrews treat him? (laughs) They push him away with their heads. And he runs off again and then bumps into another animal and that kicks him. And it's a monkey. Okay, and then what do the monkeys do with him? Not very nice, those monkeys, are they? They throw him around. Oh, dear. But then eventually what happens? His mum and dad come and get him and they take him back to the watering hole. Okay. So what do you think the message is to this story? What do you think? Um, That it doesn't matter what... Um, you look like and uh, all you need is any family to be with you okay thank you very much our little helpers and we'll see you again on the next episode episode 21 say bye bye see ya bye There we go. Thank you very much to Ida and Belle. And please don't forget to like and subscribe and share the podcast. Write us a review if you get a chance or just give us a quick rating. It really, really helps. So thank you very much for that. And keep listening. We will see you again for the next episode, episode 21. Bye bye. (laughs) 